Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and a moviegoer. I'm also a big fan of history. I love untold tales, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day, I'm going to share a few of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. And before I forget, happy last day of Hanukkah. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 2009, Avatar, directed by James Cameron, was released in theaters across the country. It ended up being the highest grossing film of all time, beating out Cameron's previous holder of the record, Titanic. The film starred Sam Worthington, Zoe Saldana, and Sigourney Weaver. At the time, it showcased state-of-the-art technology, and it was nominated for nine Oscars. Avatar is set in the year 2154. A disabled ex-marine named James Sully, played by Worthington, is recruited to help colonize the land of Pandora, a moon holding a mineral deposit that would be incredibly beneficial on Earth since the Earth's energy resources are almost gone. The moon of Pandora is populated by the Navi, blue-skinned humanoid aliens who love their moon and will protect it at any cost. They have a unique language that Cameron hired a linguist to create. Jake Sully and his fellow mercenaries are tasked with using machine guns and tanks to overtake the peaceful Navi in an allegorical move that didn't go unnoticed by audiences. The film's title refers to the genetically engineered Navi body that Jake Sully inhabits in order to infiltrate the population. Since Jake was paraplegic back on Earth, the character delights in his ability to not just walk again, but jump, reach, and fly. In a departure from his companion's mission, Sully falls in love with the princess of the Navi, played by Zoe Saldana, and decides he wants to stay in the world of Pandora and switches sides to protect the Navi from human colonization instead of helping with the settlement. Even though the movie came out in 2009, Cameron began writing the script way earlier, in 1994, but he decided to shelve it for a while because he knew that the technology to create the film he dreamed of didn't exist yet. He decided to focus on Titanic instead. The distraction paid off. Titanic got 11 Oscars and was the first film to gross over $1 billion worldwide. Cameron's accomplishments weren't just in the movies, though. They were also scientific. Cameron was the first person to reach the deepest part of the ocean, the bottom of Challenger Deep, which is the deepest part of the famously deep Mariana Trench. Cameron was always invested in the making of epic films. Prior to Titanic, he directed the Terminator films, Alien, and The Abyss, and became known for his groundbreaking use of special effects. Cameron started working with a linguist to develop the Navi language in 2005, and he began expanding on his old script in 2006. By 2009, technology had caught up to the point where Cameron needed it to be in order to fulfill his visions of Avatar. One of the main advancements he used was Performance Capture, a computer program that turns an actor into an animated image. The world of Pandora is mostly CGI, and in perhaps the most exciting part for moviegoers, the film was released in 3D in select theaters. Partially because of these special effects, the film cost around $300 to produce. When Avatar came out, the reception more than lived up to Cameron's dreams. Notoriously tough critic Roger Ebert gave it four stars and said, Avatar is not simply a sensational entertainment, although it is that. It is a technical, 
breakthrough. It contains such visual detailing that it would reward repeating viewings. It creates new movie stars. It is an event, one of those films you feel you must see to keep up with the conversation. Critics also noted the film's obvious nods to environmentalism. Avatar became the highest-grossing film of all time, knocking Titanic off the throne, which it had held for 12 years. Though the film was widely praised, it wasn't without its critics. Some artists and screenwriters claim that Cameron stole from their original ideas, and others have said that it's just a cheap, so to speak, remake of Dances with Wolves for Fern Gully. Perhaps the most poignant criticism is the idea that Cameron's portrayal of the Navi makes too overwrought of a racial allegory in a way that others, the Navi. And then there's the font. The film uses papyrus, one of the most made-fun-of fonts after the notorious Comic Sans. About two years from today, Cameron plans on releasing Avatar 2. He's working on the film as we speak. Someone from his earlier films is returning for the ride, but not an Avatar star, a Titanic one. Kate Winslet is working with Cameron again. No longer poor little rich girl Rose Dewitt Bucater. In the next Avatar film, Kate will be playing a character named Ronal, a member of the Navi. We don't know for sure what her role entails because Cameron is keeping the plot and production strictly under wraps. One thing we do know is that, like in Titanic, Kate will once again be doing a lot of filming in the water. They even released a set photo of her in the bottom of a pool, in case you forgot that the second half of Titanic also involves a lot of submerged filmmaking. Winslet has stated that the second round of working with Cameron is much calmer than the first. She said, We all got older. I look back on the experience of making Titanic, and it's no secret that it was a very difficult shoot. It was very, very stressful, and things were tough for all involved. And the Jim Cameron on Avatar, he's calmer. I will say that he's just much more stepped into his true self, I think. That's because of experience. And that's adorable. We love to see our favorite directors grow, change, and direct new movies about alien paradises. Today, in 2016, it was announced that Camila Cabello was leaving Fifth Harmony. The band had been together as a fivesome for four and a half years. The band was originally formed on The X Factor in 2012. Worth It was their first Billboard 100 hit, and their song, Work From Home, peaked at number four on the Billboard 100. Though the specific reasons behind Cabello leaving the group weren't publicized, there was speculation that tensions between her and the other band members wasn't a new thing. To add fuel to the fire, Cabello later stated, saying that I was leaving the group is simply not true, implying that she was kicked out or asked to leave. Sources said that therapists were even hired to try and iron out the issues between the group on the road. Allie Brooke, Normani Corday, Dina Jane Hansen, and Lauren Gregory continued the band as a foursome. However, they did not change the name to Fourth Harmony. And now for our final segment of the day, I'll be going into my own photo archives, as you know, to see what exciting or not so exciting thing I was up to on December 18th. On December 18th, 2019, I just saved a lot of memes. Okay, I'm looking back. 2018 looks like I was sitting on the floor doing some covers. Um... Man, what was I up to? I don't think I did anything exciting on this day. I don't know what it is about the month of December, but for some reason, I've really lacked on, on, oh, oh my gosh, wait, I do have something. I do have something. Okay, December 2018, no, 2019, December 18th, 2019, I had a Google search that I took a screenshot of. I just had a memory flood back to me. I was on my way back from um, the coffee shop that I used to like go and sit and work at every single day. 
and I ordered a Lyft and it ended up being a Tesla. And I've never sat in a Tesla before. This is literally the only time that I've ever sat in a Tesla. Um, the person who picked me up had a Model 3 and I was in the car and I didn't, <laughs> I, I took a screenshot of what happened, but I had to Google how to open Tesla door inside. And then the next thing that apparently I clicked on was how to open Model 3 door from the inside because I didn't know how to get out of the car and I was really nervous about having to ask for help. Um, I did eventually have to get out of the car when I got back home and I did ask the person who was driving. I asked them very politely, and this is going to sound really weird, but I do not know how to open the door. And they were very kind about it and said nobody really knew how to do it anyways. So I got out of the car safely and all was well. But um, I'm the type of person, apparently, to panic Google a search of how to open a car door. Thanks for going back in time with me. And remember to subscribe wherever you've listened to podcasts so you can come back tomorrow for more facts from yesteryear. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's three